Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can't do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. Is me. <laughs> I'm a mighty talkative Texan. I was talking to old Russ. He's up there around Denver. We were yakking. Nice. And then uh, Eric called from Kansas City, Independence, Misery. Lives right down the road from where my first job was, Cheryl. Oh, my gosh. How cool is I that? I know, man. I had a flashback. Oh, those days making <laughs> ice cream sundaes and shakes and banana splits. And <laughs> and then that one that one cone, man, the soft serve cone that they wanted dipped in chocolate. Oh, uh-uh. you just hope that it stayed on in the cone. Because <laughs> you put that soft serve down there, you know? Right. Filled the cone, don't don't, and you learned how to make it look all pretty, and you know, press it down, lift it up, press it down as you're filling the cone, so it had the little ridges on the side and right, stuff. Right, right, yeah. And then you whoop, did the little loop at the top when you got done, you know, sh- make it look snazzy, and then you had to take that cone over <gasps> and, and turn, you had to it, turn upside it upside down, down oh and my dip God. it into that hot, either the hot chocolate or right. the, the cherry, whichever one they wanted, and just hope it didn't fall out of the cone. <laughs> <laughs> Because if it did, you had to fish it out and then start all over. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. So that must have been quite a little skill you had to develop yeah, quickly. That was a little trick, man. Yeah. That was a little trick. I got pretty good at it, though. I wow. did. I did. Yeah, that was cool. We're talking to Eric, man. That was excellent. I'm getting the racks here in the oven. Let me put that back down here. We're going to be doing some baked fish today on the show. And then time permitting... We're going to make, uh, we're going to revisit an old recipe, but man, you got to have these. I ran out of these. I'm like, man, I got to have them. It's crazy. Uh, spicy pickles. They were my father-in-law's recipe. Super simple to make and delicious. And you know what I found I, I use them a lot for is if I'm making like chicken salad or, or egg salad or something right. like that, yep. man, I'll dice those up and put them in there instead of relish or something, you know? That's nice. Yeah. Little bite. And if you're lucky, you get a little jalapeno in there. <laughs> and Tim and Cheryl were laughing at me all because, you know, me, we opened up this can of sliced jalapenos. And I'm like, let me taste that one right there. And whoo, son. I, I was complaining about jalapenos not being very hot earlier. But these dudes, they were picked at the ripeness, man. They, we may not even need to, they might cook the pickles before they flavor them. <laughs> Stuff is warm, warm, warm. So that's what we're doing on the show today. But, hey, man, I want to send a shout-out to Eric, who called and said he enjoys the show and listens to it. That's cool. And, of course, always to uh, to our girl Kathleen. She monitors us and keeps us on in, on track. And then I got a call, too, from Joy Bod. 
Now, let me tell you what this lady's doing. What an angel. She is, uh, now she's blind herself, but at her church, there's another blind gentleman, and she's teaching him to cook. Oh, my gosh. That's so nice. But I've been buying, I bought a a new computer for myself. Mm -hmm. It's a mini, mini, mini computer. When I got it and opened it up, it felt like an old hard drive. Oh, my gosh. It's It's that small. seven by seven by about an inch and a half thick. Whoa. Okay. I know. Itty bitty desktop, man. And fast, fast, fast. It's got a a solid state hard drive in it. I'm like, I'm in 256 gigs of RAM. I'm like, man, dig it. Mm -hmm. Now I just got to get everything else installed on it, you know. I hate that part. That's the part where I just want to show up and have it work and drive it. You know, I don't like putting, <laughs> doing the juice, doing the gas, yeah, dude, all it's that like, crazy stuff. Could somebody man. just add the stuff on here and let me just use it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I told that joke. I was trying to think of a joke. I don't have a joke. You must have a joke. You always have a joke. I know. We don't have a joke today. Oh, come on. Huh. What about the, how about the, uh, why do bees hum? Why do bees hum? Because they don't know the words to the song. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That's great. That's perfect. That's perfect. We'll use that one. Hey, Cheryl, why do bees hum? (laughs) I don't know, Dale. (laughs) Why do bees? They don't know the words. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. We're going to bake some Alaskan cob and maybe make some pickles. We got time. We'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. Now here's more of the show. With Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all, we're back. I was just getting the the, uh, the oven fired up. We've got it at three five zero. I'm actually turning it down to three twenty five. You know what? I think I'm gonna leave it at three fifty. Yeah, we'll leave it at three fifty. Okay. So this recipe, we're, we're gonna do kind of two things with this. This is the Alaskan cod. I got tired of the tilapia around here, you know, buying a lot of the, the fish out of the store here. It tastes, they're farm raised. You can taste the dirt. You can taste the nasty water there. Yeah, it's nasty. But this stuff has just been awesomely delicious. Can something be awesomely delicious? I guess it can be. It can be, yes. It is. If you say it is, it is. <laughs> Where'd my knife go? Uh-oh. Lost my knife. There's my knife. Nope. There it is. Oh, that's the wrong one. Small setback. We'll get it going on here. Uh, okay. I'll just get another knife. You know, because the knife, the K is not silent when I say it. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to open up these packs. I pulled them out. We were letting them defrost. Three beautiful pieces of cod here. Just opening up the package, and I'm going to let these fall into my bowl. I've got one of my old perfect bowls. Boy, that was a casualty of COVID, huh? Man. What? I hated to see them go. Uh, perfect products. 
Oh, no. You know, they, the perfect they, bowls and the measuring cups and spoons. Yeah, yeah. They closed? They out of business. Wow. Adios. Oh, that's Adios. so sad. Yeah. I love their bowls, as you said, that are super sturdy and... And and they they're the ones with the braille on the measuring cups. Yes, they have braille on the measuring cups, on the handles and the spoons. Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh. Well, I gotta say, I've got the measuring cups, and I absolutely love them. It's a good product, product man. Made yeah. by a guy that was a chef, lost his eyesight, y'all, and then he got it back. So he knew what what the blind community needed as a cook, you know, what he needed. Right. And he developed all these things that way. And, uh, of course, I want to know, where were you standing when you got your sight back? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to stand there, too. (laughs) Well, maybe, maybe, you know, in the future they'll they'll come up with something, some other business. They will. Oh, I thought you were talking about getting my eyesight back. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's a whole other discussion. You see where I was thinking. I was going, I was thinking about Dale. Not about Dale. <laughs> Sorry, Lord Jesus. I was getting a little, little selfish there for a second. But. So what I've done is I pulled this fish out, and I'm going to just pat the fillets dry. They were in their little packages. They were a little bit wet. And I pulled off some foil, Cheryl. Mm-hmm. I, I pulled off pieces about 18 inches long. Mm-hmm. I'm going to lay a fillet right here kind of in the off center, in the middle, off to the, say if it's 18 inches, 9 inches is to the to the right side of that fillet. My other fillet right here is going to be to the left. Okay. All right, see what I'm saying? So they're kind of in the center, but not really in the very, very middle, but kind of in the middle. Yeah. If you understand that, tell me what I just said, because I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what are you doing? What are you doing with the foil? Why are we putting the fish in the foil? We're going to bake the fish in the foil, actually. We're going to make little foil boats here. I like this idea. Easy and simple. Now, I've seen this done, too, where it's summertime. You can put some... um, Okay, so I'm folding up the bottom. And the side, I'm kind of crimping it, you know, Mm -hmm. where they come, where they kind of overlap there a little bit. Right. So crimping it there. Let me fold the top down to the edge of the fish and the side up. And I'm crimping the corners. So now it is, it's standing up kind of like a loose bowl right here. Now we've got this mango chutney. No mango, yeah, chutney, no. Not chutney. Chipotle? Chipotle. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that's good. So, I accidentally got my finger in it. I'm sorry. I hate it when that happens. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> so, since since you're sort of tasting, what is it? What is is it like? Um, sort of like a mayonnaise thing, or is it more like no, a chutney? No, no. It tastes like it tastes like a pureed mango. Okay. Like almost like a mango jelly or something with a little bit of spice in it. Oh, okay. Okay. It's got a, such a sweet mango flavor. It's so good. And and so, you just got this at the, like where in the supermarket did you find this? Uh, it was on aisle five. I just put in mango um, chipotle. Okay. And it, and it pulled it up. Yeah. So I'm going to do, I put just a little bit of salt in my, the palm of my hand. Mm-hmm. And with my other, between my thumb and forefinger, I'm just putting a little salt on there, on our fish. 
I guess I should have gotten the other fish fillets done. Cause we're also going to do one, y'all. Instead of the mango, we're going to do one with um, Mexican tomatoes, it's called. So it's kind of like Rotel tomatoes, but they're Mexican style. So it still has the diced tomatoes and onions. Instead of red peppers, the chili peppers, it has some diced jalapeno and it has lime juice. Woo, that sounds nice. Sounds very good, too. Let me get this other, this other fish set up here. All right, y'all. So, hey, I've got my fish in here. I've got both of them kind of salted. I need to put a little pepper on them. What sort of pepper? Or black pepper. Just black pepper? Okay. Just black pepper. Fresh ground black pepper. We're going to, you'll hear the grinder here in a second. Let me find my little foil there. Just a couple grinds on that one. We'll do a couple grinds on this one. This is going to be the Mexican fish. How do you say fish in Spanish? Pescado. Pescado. That's what we're making. Caliente pescado. <laughs> there's a Crowder song we listen to, you know, and, and part of it, there's a little, some Spanish going on. Like, man, the only word I can make out is caliente. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what else they're saying. <laughs> I know caliente. I know cerveza. Uh, I know some other words I probably can't say on the show. <laughs> Actually, I know a lot of words I can't say on the show. <laughs> I am, I am a, let's see, I am one, two, three. I speak three languages that I can get my face slapped in. So Russian, <laughs> Spanish, and English. <laughs> All right. So let me get a little bowl here. Let me get one of our, let's see, that's that one. I love these perfect bowls. Okay. I got the little four cupper. No, it's a two cupper. I'm going to spoon out some of this mango uh, chipotle because I want to mix in. It's a little 13-ounce jar, y'all. There's my spoon. So I'm going to mix in some Old Bay seasoning with it. So we're just kind of digging down deep in the jar, pulling some out. There's two. I guess those are tablespoons. Probably bigger than a tablespoon because they're heaping. Not really emptying the whole jar, but pretty close to it. Okay. So I'd say we're probably taking three-fourths of the jar out. Oh, heck, we're that far. We may as well just go. If a little bit is good, a lot is going to be a whole lot better, right? <laughs> this is so easy. I want you to get this fixed up. We'll just bake them. Put them in the oven and let them bake. And I've done this recipe before. I like cooking with foil. All these different recipes that you can cook in foil. But a couple of them, you know, sure, you can like dice up, or not dice up, but slice up like squash and zucchini real thin. Mm -hmm. A little tomato, a little onion. And put it in with some chicken. Put a little bit of water in it and then fold that foil up. And it kind of steams and bakes at the same time while it's in there. Oh, man. That's delicious. Yeah. Gotta say... Step up and try that one, y'all. I mean, even just vegetables in there. Um, this friend of mine taught me one where it is. A, here's my old bay. I tell you what, the old bay jars price went up and the size of the can went down. <laughs> like everything else. I was going to say, that seems to be the case for a lot of things. 
I tell ya. There we go. Got another little spoon here. This is a, just a tablespoon. I mean, a little teaspoon, coffee spoon, you know, you put creamer in your coffee with. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to scoop out just about one of those kind of flat, not heaping. I'm going to put that old bay in with our mango here. Oh, yeah. Okay. A little bit of that old bay goes a long ways. Now, if you want to add garlic, man, add some garlic, y'all. But I'm liking this mango, this sweet mango. I think this is going to be really good. In fact, there's no thinking about it. Pretty much, if you know me, if it's not going to be good, I really don't make it. Don't have any, you know, why would you cook something that's not going to be good? True, true. Waste of time and energy and all that stuff. And, hey, how about those Kansas City Chiefs? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they did an they awesome job. They are the champions. Yeah. You know, it was, it was pretty cool. I um, Everybody's asking me, who do I want to win? I'm like, well, my heart's kind of with Kansas City because I have family up there and I like my homes. And y'all know me, man. I I like Philadelphia, too, at least two times a year when they play Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Texans fan. I will not deny that. So I root for the Texans and whoever plays the Cowboys. But the, the quarterback for Philadelphia, oh, Hurst is from Houston. He's right. a Houston boy. Right. And he played his tail off, too. So that's what I wanted. I wanted him to play his heart out. I wanted the Chiefs to win on a last-second field goal. And everything worked out. I was well, pretty happy. It, it, was a pretty, it was a pretty fun day. Because uh, Tim and I listened. And we're not, you know, generally football people. But we enjoyed it and, uh, like, made some delicious Food to go along with that's listening. what goes great with Super Bowl, right? <laughs> Food. <laughs> so, and and we got to also like uh, our some of our friends created like a, a room and a clubhouse. So we were listening on the radio and we were in the clubhouse room with other people who were also listening and chatting and talking about the commercials and all that sort of fun stuff. See, that's per That's like going to a party, but not going to a party, right? Yeah, yeah. So that, I mean, that that's was really the way nice. to do it. That's the fellowship is excellent, and good people hanging out, and everybody being cool. Right. Ah, I love it. That's awesome. And we could always tell when the Chiefs scored because there was one super fan who would just scream her head off, or like, oh. <laughs> she didn't do much screaming in the first half I'll tell you that I know, I know The Chiefs must have scored again Because there she is screaming <laughs> They didn't Now the second half They didn't They didn't They didn't get stopped They scored every time in the second half Yeah But yeah, such a good game, man The halftime show was pretty cool I was trying to get some clarification on that What are they doing? What's that stage doing? Yeah Up on that floating stage so that was pretty excellent. Yeah, I mean, all in all, I was pleased. 
would have been better if the Texans had been in it. Well, but we all know that's never going to happen. So, <laughs> well, it would have been better if they did audio description at least for the halftime show. <laughs> so we got we got to figure out how to get that to happen next year. Okay. Yeah. I want. I have an address. I want audio description because. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not just like they're up in there singing. They're doing stuff and stuff's happening. Mm-hmm. And I want to know. They're dancing and moving yeah. and moving yeah. through the groove. And just yeah. when you hit me, somebody said, play that funky music, white boy. Play- oh, sorry. Wrong song. How did they we didn't get sing there? How did we get there? <laughs> I don't know, man. I just felt, you know, I got to tell you, since I got religion, the spirit works in me in weird ways sometimes. He just lays it out there. Okay. So now we're going to do our, um, we've got our mango. What I did, y'all, is I pinched the corners of the foil shut. I poured the mango um, out of the bowl onto our fish fillets. And then I pinched the corners shut. Mm-hmm. And I pulled the two sides over and just kind of did a real light fold on them. So it's not real tight. You know, the, the foil's not wrapped up real tight. It's kind of poofy on top. Okay. So it's going to allow a little bit of, of space to cook. And... Um, now, if I can remember where I put, I thought it was right here. Where'd it go? There it is. Our can of Mexican tomatoes. So help me. I'm trying to understand. So did you sort of create like a, a tent over the fish? Yeah. So what I did, I mean, I put the fish in the middle of the foil. The foil right. was about 18 to 20 inches long. So it was super long. Okay. So when I folded it up to the sides, right. I probably still had another six inches on up above the fish it stood mm-hmm. up above the fish you know mm-hmm. so it was enough when i folded it all the way over yes it's like a tent okay i folded it all the way over and the two the left side and the right side and i kind of just put a little fold crease on you know folded them over there right on the top one side to the other so it did it created yeah it's like a little pup tent okay but but it's not so is the package like fully closed now fully or? enclosed yes okay fully enclosed all right but so the, it, but the ends came up. The ends came up, and I, I kind of wrapped those around. After I folded the seams in the middle, mm-hmm. then I brought the ends up and kind of did the same with the end to the edge of the middle. Does right. that make sense? Okay. Yeah. So you closed up the sides once you. I mean, once uh, over the tent part, you sort of pulled in the the um, the other parts and closed it up. But again, it right. sounds like it's not touching though. It's 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 up it's above. It's loose. Yeah, it's not down tight. Yeah, right. yeah, it's not tight. You wouldn't want to put it in the freezer. You get freezer burn. You know, I mean, there is airspace in there. Right. So here we go with our, these tomatoes. So this mixture has got lime juice in it. Oh, that sounds nice. It's got tomatoes, onions, and jalapenos. So it is going to be a little bit spicy. But then the juice in here is really going to help to cook into the fish. Oh, we've done this before with, you know, stuff we've caught out of the bay. We had some kingfish one time that we just dumped this on. And, oh, my gosh. We were fighting over that. Mm. <laughs> but with the same thing, you could do, I read a great recipe with just olive oil and mm-hmm. lemon juice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here we go again. I'm going to take the two sides and I've joined the two side pieces of this together in the middle. And I'm just kind of folding them over so they stay closed. 
kind of wrapping them, folding one side over the other. And foil, you know, it stays pretty well closed up. The ends, I'm just folding that now, one end piece in with the top piece. This other one, I'm going to do the same thing with. Wrap that end up with this, the middle end, the edges of the middle, I guess. I don't know how well I would ever describe it. But we just kind of made like a book, you know, folded right. the sides up with a book. And then at the, the ends, we folded those pieces up. Mm -hmm. So the fish fillets are, are small enough. They're not super long. Okay. okay. I'm laying these on our tray. We're going to pop them in the oven. Okay, a 350-degree oven. We're going to give them about 25 minutes, 20 to 25 minutes. We're going to let those go. All right, y'all. When we come back, we're going to um, – I think we got time to do the, the pickles. We can get the pickles done, and then about then, our fish should be done. So we want to check the temperature of the fish with an instant read thermometer, and we want 130 degrees on the fish. That's our target goal, at least 130. Less than that, you might be looking at some sushi. More than that, you might be looking at a hockey puck. Well, it'd have to be a lot more than that. Anyway, <laughs> we'll be right back, y'all. We're going to make some spicy pickles. Don't go anywhere. Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Welcome back to more Cooking in the Dark. Cooking in the Dark. Why do bees hum? Because they don't know the one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. I'm going to I'm gonna have to use that a lot. That'll be my joke of the week. Uh. Telling everybody that joke. All right. All right, y'all. So here's what we got. We've got us a gallon jug gallon jar of whole dill pickles while we were at break i opened the jar and i drained them into a colander just dumped them into a colander so i got a whole bunch of whole pickles here i've got my um, flexible chopping mat right here and we're just going to cut these into chunks they don't have to be perfect they don't have to match they don't have to be even like this here's a little bitty pickle so I'm just going to cut him. I'm, I'm shooting for about three quarters of an inch, maybe half an inch thick slices. Mm -hmm. You don't want them real thin. You don't want them super. I've tried making these with like already sliced, like hamburger sliced pickles. Right. Not as good. Not okay. as good, man. Okay. So what we're doing is we're just cutting them, slicing them, and then we're dump, putting them right in the bottom of our jug here. I'm going to do about five or six pickles at a time. This one's about the same thickness. So, again, I'm cutting them about three-quarters of an inch thick. You want these so you got a little bit of a chunk of a bite, but not super big. Like, that one's a little too big, so I'm going to cut him in half. Woo. You just became bite size. All right. There that. Throw that in there. Okay, this, ooh, that's a big daddy there. I'm going to cut him end-to-end in half first. He's probably about, yeah, man, that'd be a good fried pickle right there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now once I've cut him in half, now I'm going to do the same thing. Cut him in about half inch, three-quarter inch thick hunks. So how, um, how high is this first layer of pickles that you're laying down? This first layer, I'm shooting for about, let me get my hand in there. Okay, that's about right. About a couple inches. Okay. You know, I did about three pickles, give okay. or take. Okay. Um, depends on your jar. If you got a big old jar, this is a little tall, skinny jar. 
So now we're going to add about a cup of sugar. Over the top of these. Does it matter brown sugar, white sugar, or what? Uh, white sugar, good question. Yeah, you want to use white sugar. Okay. And enough to cover the tops. I'm going to add just a little bit. That, was, that probably wasn't the whole cup. But, and a cup is, you know, it, it's... You want enough to where you've got a layer of sugar over the top of these pickles. Okay. okay. There we go. Now our jalapenos. So we want to add... I've got two 26-ounce cans, 26-ounce cans of sliced pickles. And again, we're just going to put these in on top to where we have a layer that's... What you want is a layer about a, oh, a half an inch thick, maybe. Okay. Not too much more than that. It doesn't take much more. Okay. Here we go. So here we go. Back to the pickles. You see where we're going? <laughs> oh. Oh, that's a big daddy there, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm. If that was a catfish, whoo, that'd be a big old fat boy. <laughs> okay, same thing. I cut it in half lengthwise, and I'm slicing it now down into probably about, you know, again, half inch to three-quarter inch. And, and I'm not really measuring, y'all. I'm just kind of guessing. Um, I'm holding the pickle together with my right hand. I'm left-handed. So, again, I'm just kind of moving the knife over as I cut it. That was one pickle. Ooh, here's another pickle. That's a big daddy, too. These would be like, these make Idaho happy. So I just sliced it end to end. I just laid the knife kind of trying to guess, I mean, kind of in the middle, you know, with a pickle mm -hmm. on each end. Pressed down and pulled the knife through it. Just sliced it down and through. So we're sliced in half. Now I'm holding the pickle thumb and middle finger of my right hand. Right. I'm using my left finger. I'm setting it straight down on top of the pickle. And I slid it in what I think is about a half inch, three quarters of an inch. And I just slice. And then I slide my forefinger back down again a little bit more. And I put the knife blade against my fingernail. It's not, it's standing upright. So my fingernail is pressed down into the pickle. Okay. Because mm -hmm. your fingernail won't cut. I mean, it might, but you got to work at it. The tip of your finger, ooh, that'll slice pretty easy, especially if you got a sharp knife like I do. Do not use dull knives, y'all. Sharpen your knives, man. More people get cut with a dull knife than with a sharp knife. It's a fact. Okay. Those two pickles right there did me good. Sugar. Put some sugar in here. I'm trying not to get my fingers in there because, you know, I'm so sweet. This sugar would be embarrassed. I'm so much sweeter than sugar. Now, if you ask my wife that, she might like. <laughs> it's okay. We're going to go with your opinion of yourself. <laughs> Man, I was so good. All right. Slicing end to end, then half again. Here we are with our holding the two halves together. And my fingernail as my guide, my finger right there. And again, I'm just kind of guessing, y'all. Thinking, oh, okay. I mean, I'm, my fingers are pretty good size. You know, so... Uh, if I move it back about a finger thickness and just a touch, that's probably enough. Let me cut one more up here. Oh, this one's at a curve. That's a curve pickle. And he's a big boy, too. So I'm putting the curve down, you know what I mean, or the curve up. The apex is up. The two ends that curve around like a banana, they're down, you know. The, mm -hmm. So the uh, now I'm pressing down in the middle to flatten it. Right. Same deal, end to end, slice that way. 
pull my knife through and let's whack this dude up. Now this is one of those recipes. Woo, so good. All right, another layer. So we're going to go back with our sugar. Okay, and our jalapenos. So what this actually ends up doing when it's done, when you bite into this, you're going to get the heat of the jalapenos. And then that's immediately going to be followed up with the sweetness, which kind of counteracts this spice. And how, how do you use these? Do you just eat them straight, or what do you do with just them? Just straight, yep, yep. Just put them out as hors d'oeuvres. Okay. I open up the jar and just reach in and grab a few out. If we have friends over, or if we go over to Olga's or something, I'll take some of them. And, and uh, look at that. I got three left and room for two. I'm bouncing the jar now to kind of pack them down a little bit. There we go. Make a little more room. Lots to have some more room here, Fred. Oh, that's a little one there. This one I'm just going to slice. I'm not going to slice it in half. So doink, 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 and doink. So slicing, y'all. If you're not good at slicing, keep practicing. Right, Cheryl? Keep doing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And pretty soon you'll be, heck, you can be come on cooking in the dark doing all my slicing for me. I'll just sit over there with Cheryl, drink some wine. You done cutting that? Okay. <laughs> Cut it. Do two more. <laughs> Okay, now there's a bushel of apples. Peel those, please. And okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean nobody's I nobody's that born that volunteer. Nobody's born knowing how to do any of this stuff. So it's just no man practice practice practice. practice. That's why I love that Joy's going over and helping this gentleman, you know, learn how to cook. Yeah. You know, teaching him to cook some stuff. I mean, that's great. Uh, that's some of my favorite people that call in that are learning to do that, and they're letting our show teach them. Cooking in the dark. Wah, I know, they're wah, probably wah. like, if those two can do this, I can do this. <laughs> I'm telling you what, Johnny. No major intelligence flowing out of there. <laughs> That's right. And listen, I am not, I am not proud either. I'm, I am, I mean, somebody's telling me something about something. I got to say, we found at this place best Philly steaks we've had. And best onion rings I've had so far. Wow. Okay. Anywhere? Uh, I don't know about anywhere, but here. Okay. So far here, okay. this this has been the rest the place we've ordered from. We're like, okay, we're going back. <laughs> we gotta get more. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. and and it was so much food that like, I mean, yeah, it took me uh, two days. To eat my my uh, steak, Philly steak. Uh, Was that because you were hoarding it? Well, I I had I had I had a few choices. They had I could have had like all of the Philly steak and no uh, chicken wings, or I could add chicken wings and Philly steak another day. Okay, so, I would have gone the same route you went, except I would have ate the whole damn Philly steak on top of <laughs> been sick. <laughs> I'm a guy after all. <laughs> so I, I went, okay. yeah, it was, it was delicious. Chicken wings and uh, uh -huh. onion rings. Oh my gosh. Delicious, delicious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. All right, y'all. I'm going to peel off a little piece of foil here.
Our okay. jar is full. You probably heard me bouncing it while Shara was talking about her fillies. Oh, that's good. Mm-mm-mm. There's a little delicatessen I found here. They did a chicken filly. Mm-hmm. And then you could add your own stuff to it, too. So I added a little this and that. Man, now I can't find them. <laughs> Where'd they go? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hopefully they're still open. Yes. I hope. I hope. One things I couldn't remember the name. And anyway, it was one of those things where you just found them once. Okay. So our jar is full, y'all. We have pickles, sugar, jalapenos, pickles, sugar, jalapenos, pickles, sugar, jalapenos, pickles, sugar, jalapenos, pickles, sugar, and jalapenos on the very top. What I'm going to do, I'm putting a little foil. I'm going to have to fold this a little bit different here. I'm putting foil on the top. Okay. And I'm going to put the lid back on. Now, the lid is a plastic lid. Uh, I understand. It is what it is. Screw that on. But with the foil, it's going to help kind of seal it, I hope. Because what we have to do now, you want to stick this in your fridge overnight. And then tomorrow, about the same bat time, so stick it in your fridge for about 24 hours. Then tomorrow, turn it over. And then the day after that, turn it over. The day after that, turn it over. You want to do that for a week. So I'm going to use my, I've got a, a, a larger bowl here. Mm-hmm. It's actually a, a big container. And I'm going to turn it, put it in that so that when I turn it over with the lid side down, if a little bit of the juice does leak out, Oh, it's okay. not going to go all over the fridge. You know what I mean? It's going to stay in that little container. All right, then so... I can take, when I go to turn it over the next day, I can, if there's any in there, I can dump it out, wash that bowl out, and, you know, start over fresh so we don't have a whole big old mess. Because you don't want this stuff all over your fridge, I'm right. telling you. Right. The choir is speaking. I've been there and done that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So so when you turn it and over... Wait a second. Wait a second. So when you turn it over tomorrow... You want to leave it, like, on the lid side, right? Is that what, uh-huh. what you're saying? Until okay. the next day. And then the next day you go back and you flip it Turn back. Turn it back over and put the, other put way. the lid up yeah. for the third day. And then the fourth day down, the fifth day up, for, yeah, for a week. So today's Sunday. These will be ready next Sunday. All right? So, hey, our fish timer just went off. We're going to take a quick break break. We're going to come back. Uh, in the meantime, I'll be getting ready to check the temperature of the fish because time is of the essence, man. The producers are Tim's tapping his foot. Hey, look at the time. You guys are talking too much. <laughs> we'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. Don't go anywhere. Fish and pickles. What could be better? Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, Cheryl, we're back. I'm going to check the temperature of our fish here real quick. Slip this instant read thermometer in it. See what temperature we get. 
169. We're cooked. It's done. We're done. Mm, it's going to be good. So I'm going to let this rest for about five minutes. Then we'll pull it out and put it on a plate. Man, you can serve this with a salad, with a baked potato, with some fries, over some pasta, with some rice. Mm, all the different types of great ways to serve that up. It'll be awesome, awesome. And hey, for our pickles, so that was just a, a fish fillet and that mango chutney. I added to about a, um, probably about two teaspoons of Old Bay seasoning to it. Salt and peppered the fillets. Then we put the chutney over them and wrapped them up in the foil envelope and baked them at 350 for about 25 minutes. We probably are 22 minutes and 12 seconds. That's right. We probably could have got away with 20 minutes. Just saying, you know, 169, that's a little more than we needed, but we're good. Mm -hmm. um, the other cod, we did uh, a can of, they're kind of like Rotel tomatoes. They're diced up Mexican style tomatoes. So they have diced up tomatoes, onions, jalapenos, and lime juice. Equally good. And what I was going to say about that one recipe I saw, it was two tablespoons of olive oil and a half a cup of lemon juice that you mixed up. And then you drizzled that over your fillets and did the same thing, wrapped them in foil and cooked them. Easy and good, y'all. Easy and good. The pickles, we did a, a gallon jug of uh, dill pickles. You want to cut those into like three-quarter inch or so chunks and just layer them back in the jar. Drain them, layer them back in. Build a layer about, I don't know, inch and a half. I mean, I was using about two to three pickles per layer. And then cover that with sugar, about a cup or so of sugar. And then uh, about a half a cup of the jalapenos. And then pickles, sugar, jalapenos, pickles, sugar, jalapeno, until you run out of everything, until you run out of pickles. And I put the lid on. Remember, I did the old foil trick so that we turn it over and it not leak too much. Remember to put a, a pretty good-sized little container, Tupperware container or, or bowl or something under it so when you flip it over if anything does leak out it'll stay in the bowl and you can wash it out and you know clean it up the next day but you want to flip it every day for a week you know it doesn't have to be exactly 24 hours you know if it's a little you know earlier or later it's no big deal but just keep flipping it and that allows everything to meld together it allows all the, the sugar and the jalapeno and everything to, to soak in and get into all the pickles and the longer they sit the better they get man you know keep them refrigerated and just pull a couple out they're good. They're good. The sugar will sell it in it dissolving. You won't even see the sugar, but the jalapenos will be there. And what's cool is the jalapenos suck up some of the sugar, too, the sweetness. So that helps cut some of their heat, too. Awesome, awesome. All right. She's Cheryl Cummings. I'm Dale Campbell, the magic man behind the scenes, Tim Cummings. Thank you, as always, y'all. We are cooking in the dark. Be cool. We love y'all. AMF. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Oh, yeah.